Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You are listening to Red Carpet Rendezvous with your host, Lauren Conlon. Hey everyone, and welcome to Red Carpet Rendezvous Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlon. And well, guys, we're back in the studio again today because coronavirus is ruining all of the red carpets out there and my life. And no, I'm just kidding. All of the events. Um, I mean, I can't blame anyone. I wouldn't want multiple people to get in my face one after another and just kind of risk a chance of like bottomless corona here. Um, But on the bright side, I am here today with arguably the most famous and well-respected entertainment journalist of our time, Michael Musto. What do you mean, arguably? Okay, the, the. Let's not qualify (laughs) this. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. No, you are, you are absolutely one of a kind. I've looked up to you and I've I've watched you on TV since, you know, I was younger and I was living in New Hampshire. Um, And even though we're total strangers, we just met today. I guess I didn't give you like a white girl serial killer vibe, so you came on the show. I guess I don't know. I've done many a podcast with white uh, serial killers, so I have no okay. problem. I'd love any attention. Yes, <laughs> yes, I love that immediately. So, quick spiel about Michael. He had an entertainment nightlife gossip column in the Village Voice for about thirty years. He's written multiple books. He's won a bajillion awards. He's He's sang. He's been an entertainment contributor on MTV, VH1, E, you name it. He's basically an iconic, quintessential New York figure, and he's cooler than you, and he's cooler than me. So damn, I'm good. Yeah, you really are. As B. Arthur says on Golden Girls. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? When I first moved to the city, I remember being so excited because I totally saw you ride your bicycle by me, and I was like, oh my god, oh my god. And I just remember telling everybody about that. You're my first like celeb sighting in the city. Considered one of those familiar New York sightings. And yes. Sometimes people actually go dun 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 dun, and I say, "Really? How dare you?" Wait, seriously? Your little dog too. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's so funny. But I mean, do you like? Did you ride your bike here? Do you always yeah. ride it? Yeah, you, you I do. ride it everywhere. Okay. It's a, a wonderful money saver for one thing. Yeah. Nowadays, with the subways, you don't really want to be there. I mean, there's no Corona on ever. your bike, right? There's no Corona, corona on my bike. Corona free zone. <laughs> And uh, I'm never late to an appointment. Because mm, you time it perfectly, right? You know exactly you're how You're always gliding you. through the streets no matter what. You're not stuck on a train. You're not waiting for a cab or an Uber. Right. I mean, you're good. You've been doing this for literally like a million years like on this yeah. bike. So a way before city bike. Yeah. You know, I hate the sheep mentality of New York where, oh, they have city bike now. Let me ride a bike. You could have ridden a bike before that. And you could have your own. You could buy You could actually own. bring it into your home. <laughs> yes, exactly. You don't exactly. have to like lock it to something <laughs> and then walk six blocks to your home. Well, okay. So the reason I love you so much and um, just one of the reasons I should say it, and, and I'm fascinated really is is because I'm also fascinated with New York City in the 90s. I wish... I could have been here for that. Um, the limelight, the club kids. And and I'm sorry if this is like just so 
old to you if you're over talking about it. But to me, this is like so new and so fresh because I have you here. But Michael was the first one to report there was this murder in 1996. And someone from the Limelight Club was missing. And Michael never said who it was, but he knew who it was. You knew all along. You never gave it away, but you reported on this. So can we just, can we talk about this for a second? And for those of you that are not super familiar, um, I'm talking about the club kid, Michael Alleg, who committed a murder. And Michael Alleg, um, he might ring a bell. Uh, Macaulay Culkin played him in the movie Party Monster in 2003. But, you know, you broke this. And and were you partying well, with them at the time? Or what? How no, did that no, even... No, I don't party. But... You do? Okay, okay. Just, Partying yeah. means drugs now. Right. Uh, but I... <laughs> let, let me be clear. First of all, Michael Alec and his roommate, Robert Riggs, also known as Freeze, yes. killed this drug dealer named Angel Melendez yes. and chopped up the body through him in the Hudson. Yes. Um, I first reported that Michael was fired from Limelight. He was a mess. And I reported that there was a missing person rumor. New York Magazine had something. And then I had a blind item, like you say. Where yes. I, it, people knew who I was talking about. They you know did I mean? know. And you yeah. knew that he did it, really. You were I like, mean, he did it. He's, he was crazy. He was on drugs. Well, we like, knew the buzz. And it was uh, the people telling me about it were very persuasive. They weren't, you know, they pretty much believed it. Um, wow. And then page six, which is the big column of the New York Post, then picked it up. They put my reporting with New York Magazine together and made it the lead, lead item. Mm. Um, yeah, it was a horrible uh, occasion that killed uh, – a person and also happened to sabotage the nightlife in general because after that it wasn't cool to be a club kid anymore. Right. You're associated with this murder. And, and at the same time, Mayor Giuliani, you know him? <laughs> he was cracking down on nightlife and he was dying to, club, you know, crack down on clubs like the Limelight. That gave him a perfect opportunity to right. start his, like, quality of life campaign. Right, right. Or to amp up the quality of life campaign and so, say, you know, look, nightlife is filled with bad people, which is not true. Right. So did you, like, did you hang out at the Limelight ever or were you? Oh, sure. I was yeah. there, like, so many times. I threw millions. I threw parties there myself you for, like, did. for Barbara Eden and... Donna Douglas from Beverly oh, Hillbillies. I love that. And was there for a lot of the events. I mean, I can't say I stayed away from Michael Alec. I criticized him a lot, but I also yeah. was involved in some of his parties. There was good and bad along the way. I was right. on a lot of the talk shows at the time with the club kids. Yeah. I I'm, was like the elder statesman, sort of a celebrating what was good and criticizing what was bad. Right. And you had, you know, you could see things clearly, I guess, at that point. You, you were hanging out there, but you didn't obviously do what they did. You know, with the. I never had a facility for drugs or an interest. I always liked mm. nightlife for what it was. To yeah. me, it was always stimulating enough. Yeah. I did used to have two watered down drinks a night at that point. Because <laughs> whenever I walked into a club, they would have me a stack of drink tickets. And in fact, at Limelight, I, when I would arrive, somebody would walkie talkie up to the library VIP room. So by the yeah. time I got to the top of the steps, they would hand me my watered down cocktail. That's so funny. That was very oh VIP, gosh. very That's 80s. So great. Wait, so were you into Studio 54 at all, too? But or? then let me just say, at some point in the 90s, I totally stopped drinking i never had another one i, I drink like diet soda you do okay i was yeah. into studio 54 it was one of my first clubs in the 70s and um again i didn't do i didn't yeah. do drugs i didn't even know that there was a basement where like liza minnelli was doing coke right that's that's so i badass. had no idea oh my gosh for the record i wish you would have walked in on that so we could have talked Me about too. that but yeah whatever um but like michael alec was he i mean he was magnetic from what i read like people kind of wanted to be around him and it was hard not yeah. to be 
Well, there there was the scene. Andy Warhol had died. The scene had kind of faded, mm -hmm. and Michael Alec came along with his club kids, and he had a lot of charisma. He had a lot of great ideas for parties. Yeah, he didn't throw them together in the best way. He was kind of messy as far as the details of it. Did but you like him as a person? Or I enjoyed him. He was funny and campy. I, I have to be honest. I'm not going to say, oh, gee, from the beginning, I thought he was a murderer. Right. But I did. Uh, but I wrote about like that he was. I called him at one point an arrested child who should be arrested, wow. which was prophetic. And I did highlight the bad seed i call him the bad seed in hot in chacha hills <laughs> I, I just thought he was he could be so demonic and yeah. something about yeah. that appealed to people because oh he's mischievous and he wants to shake things up but right. then when he kept spiraling the mischief became just downright but like you evil. never in a million years would have said oh he could totally commit a murder and chop up freaking body right like that was at not... that point you would say yeah it sounds like something he would do by that point okay because he had really spiraled so badly and the bad had overcome anything good about him did he ever contact you after all of this oh was sure he, oh wow really i mean was he mad at all that you kind of like put this out no, there what, no no okay um i was mad that he had kind of tried to bs me and you know yeah. not, not come forward but um Oh, sure. I mean, when he was in jail, he wrote me a letter trying to get uh, special treatment in jail or get his sentence commuted. Oh, and he wanted a letter of recommendation. I didn't write it. Well, you're like, dude, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I'm not yeah. about that life. Come on. And his mother is all like, you know, Mike, Michael Ella can do no wrong. That's the kind of mother she is. Okay. She was totally trying to get him better treatment. Whatever. I do believe in good treatment for people in jail, but not special right. treatment right right <laughs> yeah i mean and he's out now he's like living his life yeah and, and we've out. seen each other we actually shot an independent movie together wait seriously yeah quite seriously wait that that's crazy to me i mean well what am i supposed to pretend i never knew him i or? don't know i i, I guess it's and, not really oh, so much you it's just like him shooting an independent movie and being like yeah this happened i killed someone i chopped them up i'm not gonna do it again well, now. Like, he was throwing parties as well but i don't know what he's up to now but um Wow. He did want to get together and I kind of blew him off. Yeah. I can't say I blame you. I mean, it's it's just interesting. It's like you knew him as this one person, but then again, you cannot deny the fact what he did is very heinous. So, oh, I know. I know. yeah, it's tough. You know, and mm -hmm. whatever. I wanted to maybe mentor him in some way, whatever. But yeah, when I ran into him before we shot the movie, he seemed to be the same person. By the time we shot the movie, he was more like the old Michael, I thought. Okay. And a, a lot of our old rapport came back. Yeah. I mean, and you, I'm sure you were on a lot of shows talking about this just because yes. you did sort of broke that news. So sorry to bring it up. I'm sure you're kind of like, I've talked about this a million times, but I'm just, it's so fascinating to well, me. So it's... To me, it's not, certainly not the most... Yeah, I know. I know. Whatever. Yeah, right, right, right. I guess, I guess I'm also just fascinated by true crime in general, and that's yeah. just one of those things. I'm just like every other... Typical white girl, I guess. But um, I guess I'm dying to know. You write about a lot of celebrities and public figures. Have you ever been confronted by somebody in person that just totally freaked out and was just so angry at you and just made a big scene? Um, occasionally, but usually they just do it in a more passive-aggressive manner. You know, yeah. They'll cross you off the list. They'll snub you. They'll oh, yeah. Give you some side eye. <laughs> okay, um, but no one actually came up to you and was like, hey, dude. There have been times, but whatever. Yeah. That's part of the job. I mean, I, yeah. I wrote a very opinionated column. Nowadays, I'm all mellow and nice in my column for New Now Next, yeah. which is where I write now. NewNowNext.com. It's MTV's uh, LGBTQ site. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, but back in the day, I had freedom in the Village Voice to just go there and say whatever I want to and go against the big guns. And, so yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah. But you're so respected and everybody loved you. They really wanted to be, you know, on your good side and be cool with you just because you you were so amazing. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. I'd give myself a pat on the back for that if I were you. <laughs> but... I'm, I'm amazed at how brave I was, really, to write some of the stuff I wrote. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Some people got pissed, but... You know. But you can't think of anyone in particular that I can, but uh, you don't yeah. want to say okay. We don't. We don't have six hours. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever? Um, did you ever hang out with Joan Rivers at all? Yeah, she was a dear pal, and uh, she hosted a party for, with Michael Urie, the actor, in yeah. 2010. It was going to be a book party for me, and then the book company was going for Kerflui. Mm -hmm. So I changed it to my 25th anniversary of the Village Voice party. Oh, cool! And in addition to that, she always um, gave me amazing interviews and uh, yes. invited me to her house and. Her humor was totally incorrect. I didn't agree with any of it, but I thought she was brilliant. <laughs> like I don't agree yes. with all those body shaving and you got to get fashion a, police. Got to get yeah. a ring and you know. Oh my gosh! Can you imagine Joan Rivers now if she was still doing Fashion Police? <gasps> She'd be cancel culture. The network would be like going crazy. And you know what she would do yeah. though? She would give two middle fingers. She'd be like, ah, I don't care. Yeah, I have a feeling she wouldn't be that popular now. The the cancel culture is too strong. Yeah, the Twitterati would be on her case. Yeah. I mean, she used to make fun of everybody, you know. Totally. But one lesson I learned from her is make fun of yourself first, and that kind of excuses a lot of the other stuff. Right, and she always did. She always did. Mm -hmm. So this is also very random, but someone else I've always been fascinated by in, in New York City culture is Roy Cohn. Um, yes. I don't know if you had any encounters with him. but and I if never he was did. No, really? But I saw the documentary by Matt Turnow, where he, yes. was, he was my editor at Vanity Fair for many years, Matt Oh, Turnow. really? Yeah. He also oh. did the one about Studio 54. Yeah. The Where's and My Ray Cohn doc. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that exactly. was great. It was terrific. I it was thought amazing. that was so good, right? Yeah. I mean, he oh, was pure wow. evil. He was mm -hmm. like pure evil. He denied being gay. He denied having AIDS. He broke the law. He probably killed people, as they intimated in the movie. Yes. To get what he wanted, to get yeah. money. He, he posed, apparently, as a male nurse. And got some old man to sign away his fortune. I mean, he oh, did I saw it. Yeah, so yeah, many yeah, shady things. Yep. The, mm -hmm. And he mentored Donald Trump. That's the worst offense of he all. He did. And he's in, I think he's in a Trump documentary as well because they bring yeah. to light that, oh, by the way, Roy Cohn is Donald Trump's lawyer. So. Well, whenever you see Trump doing one of his tactics, which is smear your opponent, yeah. if you're accused of something, blame your opponent of the same right. thing. He was Roy taught Cohn. all of that by Roy Cohn. That's the Roy Cohn handbook. That's so crazy. That's never admit so... to guilt, never apologize, blame your. You know, the, if you notice, anytime Trump's opposed, accused of something, he says, yeah. impeach Obama and lock up Hillary. It's like, no, no, that's not what we were talking about. <laughs> that's totally Roy Cohn right there. Totally, totally. That's so funny. And I actually, I first was sort of introduced to this character when I watched um, Angels in America on HBO. Yes. And yeah, and or the Tony Kushner play that was turned into a... Um, a mini series. If those of you who don't know that Al Pacino played Roy Cohn, he he was brilliant to me as that character, and I was just like, wow, who is this evil man? Like he's yeah. so evil. Is he this evil? And it it really seemed like he was. Well, so. on Broadway, originally on Broadway, it was Ron Liebman, and the part he okay. was brilliant. I won a Tony Award. Okay. And um, the thing about Roy Cohn when he came down with AIDS, even though he denied it, mm -hmm. and President Reagan was doing nothing for AIDS, he wouldn't even mention it. Yeah. Um, it's even worse than Trump's treatment of coronavirus. Um, <laughs> right. There was total silence on it. But he made sure that Roy Cohen, who had helped Reagan get elected, yeah. got hospital treatment and he would check up on him. And the AZT as that all, was very rare, right? Everyone I knew was dying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. But this hideous, self-loathing, hate monger, Roy Cohen was getting special treatment. Yeah, who didn't so even admit he, he was gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Um, and so, he was pure evil. There's no way around it. Right. 
But I'm just – I mean, you you were out there. I'm just surprised that you never ran into him anywhere. That's why I was like – If I saw him, I would have been like, ooh, like who is this aging reptile? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's a perfect way to put him. He was like a little reptile or, you know, yeah. he was definitely a reptile. Um, Okay, let's – like move on to something happier, I guess. And Ryko and sorry and true crime. Coronavirus. Yes. No. I yeah. I want to know what what was your your favorite film this year that came out? Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be an Oscar nominated film, but I'm sure you watch a lot of movies. So just curious. I did. I really. 1917. I thought was a great achievement. Okay. Uh, it was done as if it was one track shop, though yeah. it wasn't. Um, I liked Marriage Story a lot. Okay. Mm, you know. You didn't like Parasite, or you just not really. Uh, I've seen it twice now. Yeah. I saw Joker four or five times now. Really liked it a lot. I liked Joker a lot He was brilliant. Too. Yeah, he was. He was amazing. I I did love Parasite. Something about that was so different to me. And I I watched it in theaters. I don't know if that makes a huge difference, but actually, I saw all of them in theaters because I think you, when it comes down to it, I think you have to, especially yeah. with the subtitles. But Marriage Story, I liked, but I I liked it more so when I heard Adam Driver sing "Being Alive." I was like, mm. Mm, that was. Dreamy and yeah and great and but other than that I was like it was fine um I don't know well I like when they were really going after each other yeah yeah that was real and Laura Dern was terrific yeah I mean right she as just like a ruthless lawyer who's mm-hmm. gonna win her case do you watch her on Big Little Lies or I don't watch TV except Golden okay. Girls okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh is it on repeat or what and TCM like, okay old movies mm-hmm. well Golden Girls is on like. 25 channels or something. It's like every channel you turn is like... That's so gold. funny. It's, it's a show that keeps giving. Michael, you're so funny. Well, you know, I could watch them a million times and I have. Yeah. And it's always fresh to me. Okay, okay. Am I living in the past a little bit? I don't think so because I really see every new movie that comes out and every Broadway play. Right. And you know what? You like what you like and, and I always watch reruns of like Law and Order SVU. I like okay. Elliot Stabler. I'm a big fan. So, oh, yeah. I mean, right? And the thing is if I start like binge watching TV series, I'm never going to leave the house. Yeah, exactly. I do my job which and, is to review theater and movies. right right what's your favorite broadway show right now well unfortunately broadway just shut down to like the yeah. 13th and maybe Terrible. even longer than i had that. company tickets next week i'm so pissed I had, yeah i had company tickets i had mrs doubtfire tickets yeah um i really like the inheritance it was a two-part gay right epic that mm-hmm. based on howard's end and not just closed um and i love moulin rouge and i really at first jagged little pill really bugged me because they were like Checking off every social issue, like we'll yeah. have rape, we'll have interracial adoption, we'll have yeah. lesbianism, we'll have bisexuality, we'll have. But by the end, I th- by the end, I thought it was really powerful. I really liked it. Yeah, I'm just not a big fan of Alanis Morissette music. That's why I kind of put that on hold. Then definitely don't see it. Don't see it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Um, I saw Soldiers play, which I really, really loved. I don't know if good. you saw that. You just good. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Good. West Side okay. Story, I liked. So that's what I was going to ask you about because it's getting mixed reviews. It's almost like two. Um, I guess it's it's too forward on our social issues that it's almost cliche is what I'm hearing. But it's very woke. Like last year there was yes. Oklahoma where it's they a were perfect like, way to put it. It's woke. Oklahoma, yeah. they were like husking the corn really angry, remember? <laughs> this time they're all staring down the audience instead of dancing. Yes, okay. And the whole thing is movies. It's a video it's like yeah. eighty foot video projections of the cast right. as they're doing it. And the Bernardo, they're like picketing outside because yeah. that's kind of crazy. And I heard he's not even that good. Where it's kind of like just <laughs> fire him already because he's like the weakest link in the show. His accent sucks and like it's just not good. But, well, he's mainly a dancer, but yeah, um, I saw him in Carousel. I remember. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He had that big dance number. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's very complicated. Let's just say I think that his the the girl the woman that he forwarded the naked picture of I believe was his girlfriend who's still with him. Oh. So I mean, it's very complicated. He forward, I, I yeah. Apparently, he forwarded it to another dancer, 
his girlfriend naked and then it got out and um i don't know there she was like i thought she was the one pressing charges from what i read but maybe i'm wrong I, yeah i don't know enough to even comment on it yeah and and now um people are picketing outside of the theater that he shouldn't be you know on stage like me too blah 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 so it was kind of a hot mess um i was going to go to the opening but i was out of town and i was a little disappointed that i i couldn't make it so well, the weird thing is i mean there's a spielberg movie of west side story coming out later yeah, this year yeah and you feel like if you've seen this you've seen a movie it, right. you're watching a movie that's so interesting but interestingly the last scene where uh, maria has the gun yeah. is by far the most powerful scene and that's where there were no movies it's just oh it's okay. just theater no gimmicks so to me that said maybe the video was overdone though the videos are amazing and i really i like the production a lot you didn't you liked the 90 minute no intermission as well you yeah were like, okay. it went, i did not miss i feel pr- i feel pretty yeah which yeah yeah that's a stupid song anyway it's know, cute but... but it there was no room for cuteness in this production it's very dark yeah and yeah, i yeah. didn't miss the somewhere ballet which is mm. i thought the worst part of oklahoma was the uh, um you know, the big ballet, the dream ballet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was pitiful. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. Um, okay, so this is also just really random, but I feel like it might be kind of fun because you kind of know these people, or maybe you do. But if you were stuck in an elevator, you were totally trapped, um, and you had your choice to be trapped with Lindsay Lohan or Paris Hilton, who would you pick? <laughs> I think Paris because I know her, and um, yeah. I actually went uh, to L.A. years ago to be shot for The Simple Life. Remember her reality Wait, show? Wait, I'm in, actually I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> I, that's my favorite. That was my favorite but show. The, no, like, this was after Nicole had left. Okay, Nicole Richie, they had a breakup. Yes, yes. And I it think was I just Paris. It. it was kind of a flop show at this point when they okay. had me on. Okay, and I was interviewing her for Out Magazine as far as her views on gay people and stuff. And they shot me like going into her house, which was fabulous. I'm sure. And interviewing her. And then I interviewed her again when she had a movie come out. It was like a rock opera movie. Yeah. I, I actually used to be a huge Paris fan when she did The Simple Life. And then I loved her song that, even though the guys are crazy. That, whatever that yeah. one was. Oh, yeah. no, I love that Stars song. are blind. That one, sorry that for singing. Um, but it was great, right? But I mean, like, I used to mercilessly make fun of her. And then <laughs> when she handpicked me <laughs> to interview her for Simple Life, I was like, okay, she's cool. She's rising above. Yeah. She always seemed like that like she knew what she was she knew what her brand was and she's a genius like she obviously her family is rich but you know she's she's built her own brand like, she was the yeah. original kim kardashian i mean in fact they were friends before 100 percent but yep. and Lindsay, i'd be really terrified to be alone with yeah in an elevator like, <laughs> she'd probably bite me or something i never had the pleasure oh you never did okay just curious i used to like her work as an actor when she was an mm. up-and-coming thing i don't know what the hell happened that liz yeah. taylor tv movie was the worst thing i've ever seen oh my gosh i forgot about that you know i think her last good movie was georgia rule because i love jane fonda also i like so. georgia rule but i also yeah. like the one she did with uh brett easton ellis uh the canyons oh i don't think i saw that one with the porn star James Dean. Oh, gosh. I thought she was okay. Okay. I'll have to look that one up because I don't, I, I like kind of stopped after she just I mean, she kind of looks about 70 now, so yeah. I don't know what part she could play. Isn't that Not crazy? Not to be luxist. It's crazy. Well, no, it's it's crazy though. I mean, and it's she like ages looks luxist. Hard. Yeah, she looks, she doesn't look good. The drugs caught up with her. Um, live okay. a clean life, people. Live a clean life. If, yeah, if you get anything I look from this young one. young and radiant and I'm only 40. <laughs> You do look great. You actually don't have any forehead wrinkles at all. I've noticed that about and you, And I don't Michael. Botox. Mm. No, but I actually do. No. Really? This is real. You don't Botox ever and you live in New York? No. And you... No, no. Mm. I have, first of all, I have great genes. My parents okay. both lived to 95. But also oh, every wow. morning I do uh, facial scrub and then I do facial wash. 
Okay. And then vitamin E, rub it Do you in. do like a microneedler or like a jade roller for like the college? No, I don't need no. any of that baloney. Oh, that must be nice. So Vitamin E is the key. That's the okay. best investment you can make. Wow. I've been doing it for years. Don't make your face oily. Just kind of rub it in. Yeah. Blend it. Make sure you get under e. the eyes, forehead, neck. I love it. All right. Everybody, you guys need to listen I'm to him. I'm turning into like his skin is Michelle Kondo. No, but your skin is seriously super glowy and it's super like collagen-y. So good. I used to have really? horrible skin. So it's oh. important to pop open your pores first thing mm-hmm. in the morning. Right. Wow. Well, thank <laughs> that's... <laughs> Again, if you take anything from this podcast, vitamin E and pop open your pores. And, avo- um, and avocado toast. Oh, okay. I Well, if you're eating bread. We were talking about this before about carbs and keto. But anyway, um, who in your opinion is hotter, Brad Pitt or Alexander Skarsgård? Um, Alexander turned down me being interviewed. Brad Pitt was delightful, and I think he's the hottest man on earth. Okay. When I first met Brad Pitt, he said, I heard you're the king of New York. And I said, more like queen. And then I paused, like, is he going to punch me out? And he loved it that oh I had gosh, said that. that's so nice. So I'm like, he's cool. Wait, I love hearing that he's nice and he's cool. He's like, super charming. Okay. He really he's is, Mr. right? Charm. Wow. Alexander Sarsgaard could go F himself. Wait, so he he turned down an interview? He was like... Yeah. Like, what do you mean for what? For which magazine were you working for or column? Village Voice. Oh, and was he promoting a movie or like? He was on the TV show. Uh, True Blood. Yeah. Okay. Jeez, what was his record? Which I didn't even care about. But yeah, like, they just said He's get... cute, so I'd like to interview him. Right. No, he's, he's maybe super they, hot. Maybe they could figure out that I really had no personal interest in him other than his looks. Okay. And was it his <laughs> rep that just said, sorry, Yeah, he's sometimes and... the celebrities don't even know that they've gotten the offer. Yeah, because that's what I was going to say. It's sometimes cop, they just turn cop. them down. Yeah. So you never know. That might not have been That's him. true. I shouldn't hold it against him. Right? Like, I hate so many publicists. Because I did. I interviewed him earlier this year, and um, he was actually quite lovely. He I, And I okay. promise you, he really was. And, and trust me, I, like, I'm not a good looking person oh, he's so tall and he was just like <laughs> and like he he was engaging and he i said something and he laughed and i wanted to just like die oh, and yeah no it was it was i got like really red in the face but um i want to meet army hammer oh my gosh wait, how about you he's in the minutes right now isn't he you should broadway's closed oh that's right oh my gosh wait but oh my gosh it's gonna reopen you have to uh, go presumably we don't know what's gonna happen to some of these shows oh my some gosh of them might, might some of them might never open. but that's a tracy let show that will stay that will be fine i'm not worried well, about that some I of mean, these actors have you know other responsibilities like oh uh, like army Hammer. you're timing. so right he might what was that movie uh call me by your name he yes. was so good in that oh my gosh so good yeah, wonderful wonderful i'm not a huge timothy chalamet fan um yeah, he's, he's too fine. skinny. That's I was just gonna say that he's too skinny and he looks like he's he's he looks twelve like years old. You but you can just like snap him like a chicken wing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's good, but I don't get that he's like the new no, Marlon I, Brando or trust something. Trust me, I don't either. And like girls, like they love him, but I guess I'm, they're like the TikTok yeah, girls. He's like a like, teen idol type. Yes, exactly. Exactly. If he can um, sing, if he can sing, he's really got it. Yeah, made. you know, if he could play the guitar, I think, and sing, yeah, that would be like yeah. his thing. And like he can kind of push the hair out of his face. That'd be you know, the new like, John Mayer. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you read the Jessica Simpson book? You probably wouldn't have, but. She probably didn't even read it. No, but she. <laughs> Shouldn't you read a book before you write a book? I actually was just talking about this. It was actually very interesting, um, her book. And, and obviously, yes, she had like a ghostwriter, whatever. <laughs> um, but she says a lot of things that I was just really surprised about. Was there a about. chapter on the chicken in the sea? Yeah. She basically yeah. – she kind of said that that was real. Like she's like, I knew what I was doing when I when I would say some stuff like this after the fact. But that was that was kind of real. So, wow. But she also talked about John Mayer. Like – and she's kind of shameless. He broke up with her nine times. And she said after the Grammys one night, she um was pounding on his door, like drunk, basically like begging for him to take her back. And she was like open about this. And I'm like, mm. see, I would not be writing a book. With, Why like, did she so- take her back? 
take her? Why did she take him back so many times? I, because she kind of has issues. I mean, she. Yeah. I think it's true daddy issues where you know she married a guy that was sort of like a father figure to her. To her, and that marriage didn't work out when she kind of became like her own person and almost more successful than was him. Was that Nick Lachey? Yeah, because he was always. She was like opening his opening act, and he would like give her advice, and she was just like coming to age or whatever. And um, I thought that was very interesting. And then she talks about like Tony Romo that relationship. I don't even know why we're talking about this right now. Um, but yeah, but it's whatever. You don't have to read it. I just told you. So, but I have yeah. nothing against her. Did you ever meet her? Or <laughs> I did. You I did. did. She probably was very friendly. I'm she sure. She was selling like beauty products or books or whatever. Yeah. yeah. She's fine. Yeah. She's not as stupid as Britney. No, Britney. Oh, poor Britney's Britney. dumb as dirt. Poor Britney. That's so. Well, I mean, she. Poor Britney. Yeah, a girl who is dumb and can't sing. And is... <laughs> Has eight hundred million dollars. Well, I feel so sorry for. I her. just look at her Instagram now, and I'm like, "You need something to do. Like, you need yeah, a job. Shave your head like, again. I don't know something, but not these pictures." Um, but I also wanted to tell you that I love your Instagram because I think your captions are so funny. <laughs> I wish you would post more. I don't know if that's on your radar at I all. I think but... it's such a waste of time. Oh my gosh! But you're so funny. I would post more, but it's like, why? Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same people from Facebook. Yeah, I guess I'm like I'm not like a Facebook person as much anymore. But um, if you guys don't follow uh, Michael, you should follow at Musto one eight four because he he might not post that much, but when he does, it's very very funny. Um, but yeah, is there anything else that you want to add? Anything coming up in your world that we should we should? My entire life is in shutdown, as everyone else right now. Totally, and I think it's important. I don't care. I'm mm-hmm. upset because I hate downtime. Yeah. However, mm-hmm. me seeing another production of Fiddler on the Roof is not that important. <laughs> <laughs> Let's deal with the serious issue. Mm-hmm. Let's make America safe. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's a very weird time to be living in. I feel like we were living in an Orwellian Big Brother with Trump, and now we're living in some sci-fi contagion movie. That's what I said the other day. I said, are we all characters in contagion? What's going on? Yeah, and I don't want to be Gwyneth Paltrow. No. (laughs) Much as my candle is delicious. Same same here. Um, Well, guys, thank you so much to Michael Musto for joining us today. He's been such a fun guest. Um, Well, until next week, this is Lauren Conlon. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Red Carpet Rendezvous. Until next time. We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply.